0: Representative Raja Krishnamurthy is with us, U.S. Rep. from Illinois' 8th Congressional District. So many questions, especially with the January 6th committee. But, um, Representative, do you use emojis when you text back and forth with with your staffers, your kids, anyone in your life?
1: I do, I do, and I can't say that I'm really adept at it, but I I do my best. Uh,
0: Do you use the thumbs-up emoji?
1: I do a lot, actually. Okay.
0: You need to lose that. We're going to have somebody on later. Apparently, what? Gen Zers find that to be hostile.
1: She just sets you up, Congressman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's going to, like, take out – that's going to make me mute in the
0: emoji <laughs>
1: world at this point.
0: You have kids. Uh, do you have any kids under age 25? Yes, of course you do, right? But are yeah, they of yeah. texting age?
1: They are. We have a 17, a 13, and a 6, so – I say with two teenagers and a a first grader, I'm ready for anything in Congress at this point. But there's (laughs) a lot of texting going on.
0: Okay, you ask him about that tonight around dinner. You say, "Hey, is is this is this thumbs up thing passive aggressive? Because we're going to talk to somebody later, and that's what they claim." Oh no.
1: Okay. Okay. Thanks for the heads up.
0: Yeah, just looking out for you. Uh, So, (laughs) what does it mean with the former president being subpoenaed? What What happens now?
1: Well, you know, basically what happens is he needs to uh, answer, uh, obviously through his lawyers. But yesterday he, uh, even before being formally served with the subpoena, he put out a 14-page response to uh, the public announcement that he was going to receive a subpoena, and it was a doozy. I think you may have heard about it, but he not only doubled and tripled down, he may have quadrupled down on the um, the big lie uh, that there was widespread fraud in the 2020 election. And he called the insurrectionists from January 6th, quote, unquote, great American patriots. Uh, These are the people that he wants to pardon if he gets uh, elected to the presidency again.
0: What is the likelihood of that happening? You speak with other members of Congress. You speak with senators. You're in D.C. What are people saying on both sides of the aisle? The things that we don't hear.
1: With regard to whether he's going to answer or testify or that that kind of thing?
0: That and whether he's going to run again. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, on the first, I don't know. I, I, I've heard on the one hand that he said that he'd like to testify, he'd like to do so live, so to speak. Uh, on the other hand, his lawyers don't want him anywhere near uh, a microphone at uh, one of these hearings because he'd have to testify under oath, and that would be uh, probably a bad thing in his case. Um, with regard to you know running for president, um, I think the odds are probably greater than 50% at this point, Lisa. I think a lot wow. of folks think that he views that as potentially a very good legal strategy because he perceives that the Justice Department may be less willing to prosecute somebody running for president. Um, of course, that makes my colleagues on the other side very nervous because they don't want to see him run for president. Congressman you don't really think he's going to testify do you I mean he spent all this energy blasting the committee uh, I don't think I mean I just can't imagine him actually doing it um, I think that one part of me says there's no way that his lawyers would do that and usually he ends up listening to his lawyers even if it's at the last minute but I could see him uh, you know breaking with uh, you know, breaking with some of their uh, counsel on this, because he likes to have the spotlight. He knows that he would he would command a tremendous audience for his his quote-unquote testimony.
0: Representative Raja Krishnamoorthy is with us, a representative from Illinois' 8th Congressional District. There was some news that came out in U.S. News, and the headline says, trust in the federal government falls below a majority for the first time, for the first time ever, Fewer than half of Americans have faith in the du- judicial branch. And it was a Gallup poll done in September. They say 38% of Americans say they trusted the legislative branch. 43 trust the executive branch. But fewer than half have faith in the judicial branch. You see that changing anytime soon? Or what is your response to that when you read something like that?
1: Um, it, it's disheartening and it's... It... It's distressing because, you know, we need people to trust these institutions, uh, in part because, um, you know, these institutions are charged with making, you know, really big decisions that affect people's lives. And, and, you know, they need to have the buy-in of the American people. I can tell you one thing that has really corroded that trust, especially in the legislative branch in Congress, which is, you know, members of Congress, I think we've talked about this before, members of Congress are allowed to trade individual stocks um, even though they oftentimes have access to non-public information, you know, based on their work, you know, they know what pieces of legislation are being uh, introduced. They get access to classified information that affects the value of companies and so forth. I'm trying to ban this practice uh, in part to increase some of that trust that you were talking about in Congress. Uh, And when I tell my constituents they, uh, Republican, Democrats, independents, all agree that this has to be done.
0: Absolutely. I, I have distrust when, when I hear that's happening. It bothers me greatly. Representative Krishnamoorthy is with us. Social Security gets a big bump, 8.7%. Uh, people are generally excited, but again, with that, they're skeptical because they think, "Okay, does Part D go up? Does this affect my link card? Will I be pushed into a different bracket? Will I pay more?" So, what is your uh, your take on that? <laughs> because um, let's—I mean, it's it is hard because that should be great news. But yesterday, when we broke the news and people sent in text messages, that generation is just a little bit leery.
1: Of course. Um, so I think it's it's positive news that they get a cost of living increase in light of higher prices right now. In addition, their Medicare Part B premiums are going down modestly this year for the first time in a long time uh, because of extra reserves that the uh, uh, trustees uh, of the Medicare funds uh, did not anticipate that came in. Um, I think that what I'm really concerned about is, you know, the The reason for the cost of living adjustment which is inflation i I think it's real uh prices are going up. we have to do more to fight it. I have some ideas on that, but um I think social security recipients receiving a bump makes sense uh to to offset some of the increased costs that they're facing. Where do you buy your groceries congressman <laughs> i'm we've, just i'm just i 'm just wondering what your thoughts are on this the merger of Uh, Kroger and Albertsons that was made formalized today. I mean, I know there's going to be some government scrutiny. It it looks like that new company and Walmart would have almost 45% of the grocery business in this country. So, you know, we we seem to shop at Jewel, Costco, Trader Joe's, and, um, you know, a number of other places because everyone seems to have their own food preferences in this household and they get accommodated. Um, But as to the more serious point, I think that what consumers will be kind of concerned about, the government will be concerned about, is just the concentration, market concentration of, for instance, um, Jewel and um, Mariano's, uh, which I believe is owned by the Kroger chain, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You're correct. Uh, I think that ends up concentrating something like one third uh, of all supermarkets under their under their uh, control, and with food prices already elevated right now, uh, especially in meat packing. By the way, uh, and meat and poultry and beef, uh, where four companies control more than eighty five percent market share and have seen uh, their prices increase double digits, and they seeing their profits soar by 300%. I think people are concerned, you know, what's going to happen to our to our food prices when we have further consolidation.
0: All right. Thank you for joining us. Go home. Ask your kids if it's passive aggressive to use the thumbs up emoji.
1: (laughs) I'm afraid that they're going to say yes. And then what am I going to do
0: then? I'd rather come up with a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks thanks for for jumping on the radio. Representative Raja Krishnamoorthy from Illinois' 8th Congressional District. We had that big conversation yesterday about what do you do with smoke alarms? You're supposed to replace them. This is the time of year, but you're not instructed to put the old ones in the garbage. Lou Manfredini will answer that question and a bunch more that I have for him. That's on the way after Steve's newscast on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.